0: About
1: Pluto. Hi, welcome to "You Heard About Pluto." My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with my friend and fellow podcaster and crazy person, Jake Williams. How you doing, Jake?
0: Well, Jennifer, I'm glad we're going to be on this podcast today. And I tell you what, sometimes when you're making things. You just have a good day. And I believe the guy was having a good day when he made this podcast. Um, I'm doing well, Jenny. <laughs> that was my Bob Ross impression. I'm
1: that was very good. I enjoyed it. He's very soothing. He's very calming. Um, the opposite of you. Um, yeah. Anxiety inducing. And <laughs> <laughs> No, just kidding. Um, you were a return guest. We previously watched um, America's Test Kitchen good. Uh, on an episode, which was awesome. Still obsessed with that show.
0: Still watching it a lot? Yes, I am. I actually figured out that they have it on the on-demand part of uh, Pluto because it got to the point where I'd seen so many of them that it felt like if I would just watch the channel, uh, it was like all ones I've seen already. And also, I mean, maybe we could revisit that at some point. I feel like they've put a lot more of the old ones in where like I think when we did it, it was kind of just the newer ones from like the modern era of Test Kitchen. But now right. they've kind of put in the older ones with uh, Chris, who has a lot of thoughts on Chris Kimball. But anyway, right. yes. that's for another Pluto episode, I guess.
1: So you picked um, Bob Ross, I guess, technically, The Joy of Painting. Yes. Um, why did you pick this one?
0: So I would say these are the two things that uh, we talked about Test Kitchen. Bob Ross is the other thing I probably watch on Pluto the most because I'll just throw it on anytime. Like, kind of just his background. Mm-hmm. And um, I've kind of always loved Bob Ross, even when I was a kid, and he used to play, like, on PBS. Um, that's kind of where I found out about it. And I think it's weird, because he's kind of, like, become this kind of icon, I feel mm-hmm. like. Especially, like, in modern times, I guess, because of the internet. And um, well, I'm sure we'll get into it more as we start watching it. But, um, yeah, I've always loved it, and I have no interest, really, in painting art. <laughs> like, don't, I've never even thought slightly about attempting to paint any of the stuff he paints but i still am like completely enamored with the show
1: so you don't have a like a favorite artist or painting or anything like that
0: i mean i like like paintings i'm not like some art enthusiast like a lot of times if i travel or something and i go to museums like i go look at paintings and like i've taken classes in school where i've like learned to like how to look at art, I guess, you know, like everybody takes like art appreciation or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of get in that. And that's another aspect of Bob Ross. That's interesting too. Is like compared to like artsy kind of art, I guess you would say (laughs) like, how does he stack up to that? But you know, I can't say I have any painters I like, like, I mean, I appreciate painting, but I can't say I'm an enthusiast, but I feel like that is sort of the, uh, the Bob Ross appeal. So it kind of transcends, um, Paintings. yeah,
1: he he makes it super accessible and not intimidating. He makes it look effortless. Um, he's so genuine and sweet. He has this like very calming spirit to him. Mm-hmm. So I can see why you would watch him a lot. You know, he just kind of takes you on a journey with his mm-hmm. paintings. and you get sort of really into it. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I, I I have watched a lot of this. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was on Netflix for a little bit. Um, before or it might still mm-hmm. be, I don't know. But um, definitely the Bob Ross channel. I think it's five eighteen is frequent for me too. Mm-hmm. It's it's just so like you just kind of melt into it, and it's so weird. And it's like you said, like he makes it so easy and gentle, and like. Well, it's simple. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not pretentious. It's not fussy. It's just like some trees and some mountains and some happy bushes, and it's wonderful.
0: Like one of my go-tos is I'll put it on, like, to go to sleep.
1: Yes. Like if I'm yes.
0: going to bed, I'll just kind of throw it on, and even if I'm not really paying that much attention to it. I like be playing on my phone as one does watching anything <laughs> um, right. in this day and age. Uh, so a lot of times we're just almost, it's almost like we're just looking for background noise while we're playing on our phones. And this is perfect Basically, for that.
1: Basically, yes. And then you will uh, like pick up stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll be like, I don't know. I think I might want to paint something.
0: <laughs> Correct. Now that is something I have never, like I said, it's never, just because I've never been, like I don't know about yourself, but I've never ever been artistically inclined in the least. Like, never could draw, never could paint, never could do jack shit in the artistic realm, uh, as far as the visual arts.
1: I I have like moderate talent with that. Like, um, not really art per se, but like crafts. Maybe mm-hmm. I can I can craft some things. Um, I when my son was growing up, we. I mean, he's still growing up, but, like, uh, when he was little, we would do these elaborate birthday parties, and a lot of times I would end up Mm -hmm. making a lot of the stuff for the parties. So, I would do stuff like that, and kind of go all out, and do pretty well with that. I've done, like, you know, the, um, you know, girls like to go to the little studios where they will, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) they will get you drunk and teach you how to paint something. Yes. Yeah, so I've done that several times. I enjoyed that a lot, Um, especially if you have a talented artist leading you and you get really drunk. It's really fun. Um, I haven't done it in years, actually.
0: Have you ever, like, made any that you kept to, like, put up in your house or anything? Yeah,
1: yeah. I I had several that I hung up in the old house, and um, I can see them right now from the garage. I've got them (laughs) (laughs) stored out here. Um, but yeah I've made tons of those and they're really fun I, I really like doing that Um, but like practical painting like the walls in a bedroom or a bathroom <laughs> I am awful awful at I I can't edge very well like I'm just like you know <laughs> like I can't tape very well it's I can roll. Like give me a just a wide area to just like roll paint on. I can do that.
0: This uh this conversation could be taken a lot of different ways. <laughs> yes it can. <laughs> I too am not good at edging. <laughs> but um yeah, I think you know, that's interesting. Maybe this podcast could be with like reawakens your, your joy of painting. And you might go back to the I drunk know. painting classes. I would but love uh, to do that. But, um, you know, that could be part of the appeal for me too, because like I said, I can't, I've never been able to draw, Like it was to the point where like in school, if we ever had to do something that involved, like I, I would color and stuff like you just coloring stuff, but where they would, it would get too crafty or too arty, where they wanted you to draw something. I was like a kid where that would give me like intense anxiety. I'm like, can right. we just not do this? Can I do it at home? <laughs> I don't want to do this. This is not, you know, it's interesting. Cause some kids it's like, that's like what reading or other things are for them. Right. But fortunately for me, like art is like a pretty, not that important part of school. So I could kind of get by with being terrible at it. So, but anyway, that might be some of my, my fascination with this too, is that like, it's so interesting to me because it's so beyond my capabilities.
1: Yes. That is another um, reason and because he's so, like I said, so normal and sweet and like, I don't know, he seems to like barely do anything and create a masterpiece. (laughs) Here we go. All right, here's our episode.
0: We are graphically running the colors uh, at the bottom of the screen, which are a very big part of the Bob Ross experience because none of his colors are ever just the color. Like, it's never going to be blue. It's got to be phthalo blue. It's never brown. Phthalo. Phthalo brown. And that's part of the, the Bob Ross. Like, the first thing they suck you in with is uh, graphically running the colors. Yeah, you know, like, he's got these yeah, cartoon people this? in the corners, which is very not... Typical for him.
1: Wait, do you remember that thing in elementary school where you would take the crayon and you would color like... Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like when you... um, Yeah, you would do like all the different kind of multicolored stuff underneath and then do like the really thick layer of black on top. And then you would have yes. to like yes. scratch the black scratch out. Through it. Yeah, so he has this big uh, black void similar to my soul <laughs> on the uh, canvas right now. So
1: it looks like Brian Knob's asshole on
0: the <laughs> Yes, I believe that's what he just said. If you, I'm looking at the closed captioning, and I believe he just actually said that that we're going to do a nice hole uh, painting. And so the the bot, he also has like it's like if you watch it a ton, it's like it's almost like the tropes, like graphically running the colors across. And then because the the thing about this is that he really, I mean, he branches out a little bit, or at least by his standards, he will do like different stuff. But he kind of the whole his whole thing is like he has this technique, the wet on wet technique. And, like, he he only kind of does that. And so everything he does all comes back to it. So it is also, like, a repetition to watching this, where, Mm -hmm. and it can be kind of satisfying in that way, And that he always, here's all the colors. It's pretty much always the same colors. He always does the same technique. He always uses the same brushes. He always does the odorless paint thinner, as he's doing right now, which he (laughs) slaps it on the easel and says, beat the devil out of it. So he kind of has all these, like, um... Like he has his like his spots, like he always hits all his spots, right? And so it, it changes a bit. He generally does the same types of paintings, like it's mm-hmm. usually some kind of nature thing, mm-hmm. and um, and so I think it's satisfying in that way because like it, you know, it's kind of you know what to expect. So that's kind of relaxing about this too.
1: It is, but and it's also genius the way he uses mm-hmm. the paint thinner just right there. Like mm-hmm. he did nothing but run like paint thinner over that. And it brought out this beautiful color mm-hmm. and rainbow effect.
0: Yeah. And like you said, it, it's very effortless because and he like mixes these colors. Like I said, it amazes me because he'll be like, all right, I'll mix some blue and some white and this, and it's going to make this color. I'm like, how did you just know that off the top of your head? Like that if you mix these four colors, it's like, you don't want to put too much white or it's going to light it on fire or whatever. And so he, he just has such a intense knowledge of this. St- like it's so, Second nature to him. And it's kind Mm -hmm. of amazing to watch.
1: It really is amazing to watch. And so like his technique is basically just like quick brush strokes here with the paint thinner. And it looks somehow like a sunset.
0: Yes. It very quickly goes from. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. He talks about a lot because he he always says that it's like the illusion. Mm -hmm. And so like he does these things that at first you look and it like slowly comes together into like it, his paintings always look so intensely detailed mm-hmm. that it's it's so amazing what he does it's um uh, it's fantastic and the thing about him too is that i think the show could be without him and like his personality could be like the most boring shit you've ever <laughs> watched in your entire life like right. it could easily turn into like because i mean obviously that's the origin of it is like it started on pbs Mm -hmm. which is kind of part of the charm too because he's just like like they just made these episodes in whatever like um you know like pbs studio and like muncie indiana or whatever he says at the end so it's (laughs) like like
1: like cheap as shit like no production value local
0: tv station he made this and now it's this like huge famous thing right you know and that's kind of part of the charm of it too but like he could it could easily if they just got like some droll boring person it could have be been like the most boring show ever, but it's like his personality is kind of what makes the show. Like somebody else could be doing the same technique and doing the same paintings, but without his personality, he has such a, um, like an engaging personality and like, he's, he's not very serious. He makes a lot of jokes about it. He t- doesn't take himself seriously. Mm-hmm. Like every time he does a paint thing, he always talks about he's going to get it all over the people in the, in the crowd and they're going to get <laughs> mad at him or whatever. And, the, um, sorry, the crew, he always says, the crew's going to be mad at me now. <laughs>
1: But it's so gentle and sweet, like his whole spirit, so soothing.
0: And yeah, I think this is, so obviously, like, the whole ASMR thing is, like, huge. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's sort of, like, the godfather of that. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like he was ASMR before that was a thing, really.
1: It definitely is, yeah.
0: Because he's got everything, the soft voice, like, the sounds of him, like, using the, the knife and stuff on the on the painting, him hitting the brush, like. He had it all down, like, in the 80s before anybody um, even knew what that was.
1: He's making some ominous-looking clouds now in our beautiful um, sunset.
0: Yeah, we are getting one of his techniques, I believe, which is where he puts the contact paper over. Instead of painting the whole canvas, he's, like, cut out a circle that Mm -hmm. he peel off at the end and make, like, a... So the painting is, like, a, a round... It's like one big circle at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think of the Bob Ross hair? Because that's part of the uh, the uh, the iconography of Bob Ross's fro.
1: Well, it's so hard to say. Like, how Mm -hmm. do you separate the man from the Mm -hmm. hair? Um, I don't think you can. I mean, like, as a hairstyle, it's not super my favorite. But (laughs) uh, he rocks it. And I love it for him. And if he had dreadlocks, I think that I would feel the same way. You know what I mean? Just like, it's just like, it's so somehow perfect for him to have this beautiful coiffed fro.
0: If he would have like started this show uh, like a decade later in like 1994 or something, he would have definitely had dreadlocks. Yes. Definitely (laughs) had some white man dreadlocks going on. No doubt.
1: But I would. I, I, I wish I could watch him, like, craft his hair, and I wonder uh, if he you know, uses the same care and gentle lovingness that he does on his paintings. <laughs> on does
0: his does he put the same tender loving care into his perm? Exactly. I feel it, like
1: he probably does, right?
0: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it definitely looks well managed for <laughs> a perm on a middle-aged it, man.
1: It sure does. I do kind of want to, like, see what it looks like wet. Uh...
0: <laughs> you know? At least dump a bucket of water on his head. And yeah, see. just,
1: like, if it's straight. Like, if his hair was straight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he I think he said before. I mean, I've looked up quite a bit of information on Bob Ross. That's <laughs> <laughs> just what I do with anything. Anything. Um, anything. But I think, I think he, um, I think it is purposeful. Like, I think he did it because he thought it would be, like, it would stand out for the show like he did it because he thought it would make it memorable which i mean mm-hmm. it was fucking right that's for sure because it's yes. endeared so he was right on that one so smart smart marketing by by uh, bob ross
1: and he's an artiste he knows what looks good so yeah. it just works for his face and like you said it's iconic
0: i also never knew like he uses like i don't know how you'd say it's like the the palette thing like the mm-hmm. artist palette thing that you hold in your hand mm-hmm. which I don't know if I've ever seen anybody ever use that before like I always thought that was just something like cartoons or like <laughs> like it was just like a symbol of artists I didn't know like I didn't know people actually use that and he just like it looks so heavy to hold
1: it, he uses it like cap shield it looks like um, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> I mean like yeah it's like his superpower weapon like and it's, it's large and I mean, but you know, it's functional. He, yeah, he's super uses the hell out of it.
0: Yeah. My hand gets tired. Looking yeah. Up
1: like I, can you imagine the muscles on this guy's arm? You know? From, well,
0: yeah. and um, from well, all the, the paint... story too. He, he's also oh, military, commercial. Military. Yeah. So I have a commercial for like a mattress that they're like hand stuffing.
1: Oh, very, I, very. I got Subway. <laughs> i
0: have a very expensive looking mattress <laughs> sterns and foster and then i got um some kind of odor eliminator for pets which is some very good targeted <laughs> ads for me
1: <laughs> because you have a bunch
0: of pets <laughs> yeah i have a bunch of pets so maybe i should get some of this uh odor eliminator though i'm not a yeah. big fan of um it's an orange bottle so I maybe make think it's like a citrus smell which is not really i'm not a big fan i don't know about you jenny do you like Citrus smells in your cleaning products. I'm not yes. a fan. Yes, you are.
1: I do like citrus mm. smells. Yep. Not a fan. <laughs>
0: I'll be judging next time I go to your house. Well,
1: sorry. I also really like bleach smell. Oh um, my goodness. I mean, like an appropriate amount of bleach smell. I it just like it's so like it just smells clean. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, so caustic and <laughs>
1: yeah, just like no germs survived the smell at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've um, so in the COVID times at work, I feel like they've gotten a little out of hand with the <laughs> the cleaning mm-hmm. to the point where, like um, I like go in the bathroom at work and they obviously just cleaned it with like a really obnoxious amount of bleach, and I feel like I'm gonna pass out in there because it's like a it's just like full bleach, like a gas chamber.
1: Yes, once you get too much, then yes, and I've definitely almost passed out cleaning a bathroom with bleach before. <laughs> um, and then, it's like, you smell it in your I sinuses. In <laughs> you smell it like in your nose for the next like four days. Um,
0: yeah, you feel it burning. Yes, your nerve endings. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's like what well, it smells like bleach? Like no, it's just burned into your sinuses.
0: Alright, so we're back and we are now, it looks like he's starting to get into what is one of his, again, one of his, his like signature things, which is the trees, Mm -hmm. the the happy little trees.
1: He really loves trees.
0: He does. Um, He's really good at drawing them. Yes. um, He has a very good technique that you have to go, you start and you get uh, thinner as you go to the bottom. You just use the two inch brush for the trees. And now we should say, and I'm sure anyone is familiar, but I guess you can't assume any, everyone is. Mm-hmm. Cat, cat's by man. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, um, that he that he was in the Air Force and he, uh, he lived in Alaska. As he mentions quite often on the show, that he lived in Alaska for over 20 years. And that's kind of where he got his um, appreciation for nature and a lot of his inspiration for his paintings. Because he doesn't really paint anything but nature scenes pretty much exclusively yeah that's pretty that's much. Jam.
1: i could see that i mean i have um, a friend who lived in alaska for a long while and she says it's the most beautiful place and it's amazing so uh i can't blame him for being inspired by it
0: and it's like that's the the thing about him too he has such an interesting life
1: mm-hmm.
0: like he like he was in the air force for like 20 years and apparently he was like a I, I, almost like a drill sergeant type person where he would like scream at people and he talks what? about, you didn't know that. So oh man, see, I'm trying not to be too like Bob brush trivia, but. Um, well, bring it. Okay. So he was, the story is he was in the air force for like 20 years and he was basically like a, um, like a drill sergeant. And so, and he talks about it on the show, if you watch, he will mention every now and then and you can like read about it. But, and so he would just like, his job was almost to like chew people's ass Which, like, when you read this, you're like, this can't be true. Like, it's almost like too, like, it'd be something from a movie where you'd be like, oh, come on, give me a break. Like, yeah, he's a drill sergeant. Now he's this, like, hippie painter guy. But no, and he talks about He's like, you know, I spent 20 years yelling at people, um, and I decided I didn't want to yell anymore, and I just wanted to paint. And so he, like, went to art school, and he learned this, he found this, like, technique, and he learned it from, I forget the guy, but... He learned this like technique that he uses and then he like made that the second part of his life, like Amazing. after being in the military for like twenty years. And he was like stationed in Alaska and that's how he ended up doing this.
1: Damn. That's it's awesome. like
0: he was just like, I'm tired of fucking yelling at you. I just want to paint my fucking trees and
1: Yeah. Um so what I really like about his tree technique is that he makes like the the bulk of the tree first and then he draws in the the limbs and the trunks and the you know little offshoots of the tree which makes it look really cool and detailed like you said even though it's not detailed at all because he's literally just pushing the brush onto the canvas
0: yeah it's like the illusion like he talks to yes. all his time he's like you can create that illusion you can create that illusion and it's exactly what happens because when it's zoomed in and he shows him doing it It looks very like abstract, and they zoom out, and it looks like he just meticulously like painted each individual like bushy part of this tree. When all he really did is like mash the brush into it like six (laughs) times.
1: (laughs) And then he'll go in there with a different color and add some contrast, and then all of a sudden it's three dimensional, and you're like, what?
0: Yeah, it's. The mountains, I think. I hope this one is not looking like we're getting a mountain. Maybe we'll see one in a minute. But um, I love the, his
1: mountains too. The
0: mountains are the ones that like blow my mind Mine more than too. anything. Because he just takes that knife, he like does like a scrape,
1: scrape, and then all of a sudden it's like a whole majestic scene. And like what?
0: This honestly, what he's painting here, like the colors. This has a very like um, like Miami Vice look. Yes, going very like, Florida. Yeah, I was going to say that. Now, I have to tell you, as a Florida person, I think that's his kind of second home base after um, Alaska. I think he moved to Florida. He oh, talks okay. about Florida a lot. He's like, I live down here in Florida. <laughs> and then, so I guess he gets inspiration from uh, Florida, too.
1: So, since you did all this research, uh, what what's the deal with the squirrels? Does, isn't he a squirrel guy? He has a bunch of yeah, he always
0: people. has. He always has like, critters. That's another one of his gimmicks. Is that he, uh, he he likes to like. He has these like rescued like squirrels and mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes I've seen somewhere he, he's like with like bobcats and shit. Like oh shit! But he always has. the... he goes. Uh, you will not believe it. Like apparently he would like keep them and like nurse them back to health and then set them free.
1: Oh, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Like
0: that's what I mean. If you wrote, he's. He's almost like a Mr. Rogers, you know, where it's Mm -hmm. like if somebody would write him as like a fictional character, you would be like, this was a little heavy handed. Like people aren't really (laughs) like this. Like he's a painter who paints on PBS and like nurses squirrels back to health. Like this can't be real. It's like he's a fucking real guy. It's just amazing.
1: (laughs) Oh, so now he's going in with the contrasting color, which is like this like autumn-y green Mm -hmm. on top of these black trees and all of a sudden it's like lush yes and beautiful
0: again it looks like he just like meticulously like drew all these bushes and like the matter of like we've been watching this episode for like maybe 20 minutes at this point and so he's done all this in 20 minutes Mm -hmm. like he does it just at like a lightning speed and i believe what he's uh doing here too is he always says the golden rule of his technique is that a, a thin paint will stick to a thick paint. So he's like, I know all the rules, but I could never even, I would never even attempt to do this. I have no, no plans to ever try it. But if I ever did, I know all of his, um, I know all the rules because he's, he's. I wonder
1: how long is that thick paint takes to dry. You know, it's like <laughs> these yeah. canvases be like, don't touch it for like eight days <laughs> before it dries.
0: And apparently, like, nobody has any of his paintings. Like, people want to buy them, but they're, they've never been for sale or whatever. Did he just,
1: like, give them away?
0: I think so. Or he just, like, stored them. He always like, says them. on the show, um, he like, says, we don't do this for monetary gains. Mm-hmm. But then he'll say stuff like, um, we don't do this for monetary gains. But if you do, this is what will make it sell well. <laughs> <laughs> but he, like, doesn't promote it. He doesn't want you to sell the paintings. It's supposed to be, like, for the joy of painting, right? you know, like you were talking about the, like taking the class where you drink or whatever and learn, but that's apparently he didn't make, he didn't sell the paintings at all. And I don't think he got any money from the show, but that's kind of what his like real money came from is that he would do like classes where he would like go and teach people like his technique or whatever, like in person, I guess like in a lot more, like in a lot more detail than what he does. Cause in the show, it's like, he's going through it pretty quick, you know, like. I always wonder, like, if you were watching this in the 80s, you know, because, I mean, not everybody had, like, a VCR or something. Like, first of all, you had to, like, try and see when it was going to be on. And then, I guess, where were you just, like, sitting in your living room, like, all right, Bob Ross is going on at 10. You, like, got your whole canvas set up. Like, you know, it's, like, no on-demand or anything. Or, like, so you're just, like, oh, Bob's going on at 10. You got everything. And, like, what if he's going too fast? You're, like, hold on, Bob. Hold on. I didn't catch that.
1: I don't think many people were following along. Uh... Yeah. Oh, my God. Look what he is doing.
0: Yeah. It's like mossy kind of.
1: Yeah. He's doing like these. It looks like rolling hills type. Yeah. That is amazing. It looks like the Shire.
0: It does. That's a good one. So we we have surmised that he is painting the Shire in Florida.
1: Yes. And it has these just beautiful like mossy looking trees and. Green hills, and a gorgeous sky.
0: And it builds so well; like I could feel your, oh. I could hear your excitement building as the painting gets more and more full. Yes, yes. <laughs> I could hear you. It's more
1: it started. really awesome because you think back to what it looked like in the beginning, and it was just a knob's hole of black. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now it's a lush uh, shire, yeah, it is Florida. a shire.
1: I want him to build like a little hobbit hole, like a little. Thing in the hillside there.
0: Yeah, I've seen like
1: okay,
0: I've seen like maybe two episodes where he put like a house or like a cabin.
1: Yes, one of my favorite episodes.
0: Yeah, it's like a big deal. It's like a very special episode when he puts if he decides to put any like sign of humanity (laughs) in
1: his paintings. It's like a snowy mountain, and then it has like a little weathered looking cabin that's like one of my i've seen it like probably three or four times it's like one of my favorite episodes
0: he just told us if we're painting it should make us happy if you're not happy you're not doing it right
1: (laughs) i would be happy if i was painting this because it looks fucking cool as shit
0: he just uh he just went back to the left side and he said he had to put some more on the left side because it was getting jealous Like, that's what I'm here for. Like, those comments are what, like, makes the show for me. Oh, God, look at this. God.
1: It's incredible. It is incredible.
0: And, you know, like, he's sitting here, like, the whole time he's just, like, talking shit. Like, just, like, he's like, oh, we're going to do this. He's, like, talking about squirrels and all kind of other shit. (laughs) Like, he's he's just, it's so effortless. It's incredible. Oh, Bob
1: i can imagine him like teaching a class you know and like walking around the room looking at everybody's stuff like oh that tree looks happy <laughs>
0: yeah and he always has like uh you get some like big positive
1: feedback you know you
0: get, some, get some big decisions to make where are you gonna put that tree but he will tell you things that he does say things you shouldn't do like he has like his few things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like um what does he always say about um you don't want to put laying on too thick or you'll become like a He's like, then you're going to get mud. You don't want to get mud. Like, if you put too much paint and, like, mix it all together. Yeah. He said, you don't want to get that mud. You don't want to be a
1: mud mixer. Oh, man. Look what he's doing. See, he said for the creatures or little people, maybe. So he's definitely painting the Shire.
0: Oh, my God. That's amazing. He, like, can't say it. Yeah. (laughs) That's definitely the
1: inspiration for
0: this. It's, like, just little...
1: She just it. puts a little brown on top of that black, and then all of a sudden, little brown, little brown. Oh my brown. goodness! A little black. I little... bet he puts a little bit of white on there. A little bit of white. Oh, that's how you do it, Bob Ross. Else... Oh so, my goodness!
0: It's darker, 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 and then you get to the foreground.
1: You just gotta graze it. Just the illusion.
0: Yeah, we'll see. This one looks, I guess because he's painting the Shire, it does look a little more, like, I don't know, fantastical. Yeah, this does look like something from like a fantasy book. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I feel Uh, like, do you think he smokes weed?
1: Oh man, I hope so. I mean, getting high and watching Bob Ross is pretty fun. (laughs) Oh, shit. See, this is when he does some brave shit, right? So it's gorgeous, it's perfect, right? And then he goes, nope, it needs a tree. And then he draws this gigantic black line across it. I'm like, ah, what are you doing? I gotta
0: take a risk. But he
1: somehow, oh, no, he's doing another tree. But so, as he does it, you're like, oh, obviously it needed a tree there. It wasn't complete before the tree.
0: Now... I don't want to ruin the illusion a bit. It's not like this is a big thing, but I have read that the way he would do this for the show is that he would basically, like, make the painting first, like, do one just like this and, like, Mm -hmm. put it off camera on the side so he can, like, look at it. And I guess it's just a matter of, like, he has to do this elaborate painting in, like, 20 minutes. Right. I I don't blame him, you know?
1: Yes. And, but, like... (sighs) still
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean look i'm not you know i just don't want to you know ruin the illusion of like maybe he's coming up with all time and who knows i mean he probably did like switch it up a little bit he probably just wanted to have like an idea of where he was going with it yeah i just think that if i I painted Uh
1: like just the background part of that i would be like oh my god i'm a genius like this is amazing and then he just adds these little trees, and it just does this depth that you're like, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like I have um, you know, I have seen people online who do there are people who have like followed his technique and like paint stuff and kind of come up with paintings that are you know, in the same realm. So there are people oh, oh, who yeah. actually have done it. So Good on them. Good Why for you? I mean,
1: I, I would if I could. And it, there's something about this method too that makes you think that like I don't know. i might, I might could do that. You know, like mm-hmm. I could touch the brush to the canvas the way Pop Ross does. <laughs> and he tells you exactly what to do and why he's doing it and what he's trying to achieve. Like he walks you through it. He's an amazing teacher.
0: Oh, yes. he is like the perfect mix of like teaching you what he's doing, but then he also like kind of. It's like he knows exactly how to do this whole show because he knows there's people are watching it that want to, like, actually follow him and learn the painting. And then there's motherfuckers like me who are just watching it because it's, like, relaxing and interesting <laughs> to watch. And, like, I think he's and cool. They're and they just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you just want to, like, watch him and listen to him, like, tell his banter about yes. all this, like, crazy nonsense that he talks about sometimes. Really? Like, I feel like he, he has, like, kind of a weird dark sense of humor sometimes where, like, he talks about... um Like, he always talks about the director yelling at him. Oh, this is a big reveal. He's taking the contact paper off. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Oh, would you look at that?
1: That is fucking awesome.
0: How much money would you pay to have that in your house? (sighs)
1: $500, probably.
0: I think they could really, like, I think people would pay, like, a crazy amount of money. Yeah, they they definitely would. (laughs) They would just, like, open up the the archives or whatever.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. But, so, like, I guess he never got rich or whatever off of this?
0: I think he did pretty well off of the the class. And then I think he did, like, books and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I want to see you could buy, like, the tapes where it was, like, this same sort of thing, but, like, it was like an hour long or something and he got into a little more like out in the weeds of like with the technique like if you bought the tape it was like a lot more like i guess instructional mm-hmm. and that just hit, like he would get a lot more into how to do it like the techniques and stuff and so i guess between that i'm sure he had like his own brand of paints and all kind of brushes and shit. you know like i'm sure that's probably where he made his money
1: see that's what i was gonna say like i need like a bob ross kit You Mm -hmm. know, that has like the exact instruments and the little palette and everything. If I had all that, I could definitely do that. Right, Jake? That's how that works.
0: I think so, too. But I'm like you. If I could just do one of those trees he just did. Like nothing. (laughs) Just like a white background in one tree. I would be like posting it on social media. (laughs) Like, look what I did. I'm a genius. Look at my happy accident. (laughs)
1: Do you want to watch another one?
0: <laughs> yeah, we can. I'm hoping okay. we get a mountain.
1: Okay, yeah, I was hoping for a mountain,
0: too. Right now, I'm getting a, a local commercial for an attorney um, here named Chip Forstall, who has these, like, insane commercials with, like, people singing and stuff. So, that's what I oh, got right no. now. Oh,
1: um, no. no, I do not have that. I have Ace. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I got that mattress commercial again, also. They must really want me to buy a mattress. They must know <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs>
1: They're like, You're tired. You want to watch Bob Ross, so Ross and go to and sleep. pass out? <laughs> and then Ace is like, So you watch Bob Ross and you want to paint, huh? Mm-hmm. Here's some paints. You should paint your living room. I'm like, I oh, don't know. I'm not very good at that.
0: It hasn't been like a documentary on Bob Ross Like a um...
1: Or like a biopic right
0: Yeah I'm telling you he should get the full like Mr. Rogers Treatment to me he's like in the same The same realm I, th- I mean I think Mr. Rogers Probably more famous but they kind of have The same sort of vibe I would it's agree Similar energy
1: What if he had like this really dark past though Like in his military days
0: Oh, like, uh, same thing, like, uh, Mr. Rogers, how the people used always say the thing that he had the, uh, the, the tattoos because he murdered all these people, killed these like people in the war or whatever. Right. And he had, uh, he had all these tattoos. That's why he had to wear the sleeves. Yeah. Who knows? Like, yeah, we don't want Bob Ross getting, I mean, I guess maybe, he been, could but I mean, even if he was like a dick in the military, he's kind of, his whole thing was like, I didn't want to keep doing that. I was kind of right. over it. So. Maybe. I
1: would like to see it though, you know, like dramatize drama
0: drama dramatization.
1: Yeah, that word.
0: <laughs> That's what they say on the lawyer commercial. <laughs> dramatization. That's some Dolce. The Pluto must think I'm rich. He's <laughs> got some Dolce and Gabbana, like. Uh, they always think if you watch Test Kitchen and Bob Ross, it's like, <laughs> it must be loaded.
1: You're a fancy fuck.
0: <laughs> it is interesting that I've been on here twice, and both times I wanted to do shows where it's like, I mean, this is not that far off, like, from like a cooking show, really. It's just like somebody mm-hmm. making something. So I guess I know what, I guess I know what I like in my Pluto, right? So, oh, I always love this, too, in the, the little intro where yeah. they have um, this, like, corny, like, green screen thing where he's got a big brush and he's putting the painting up.
1: That is so cute. <laughs> he's wearing, like, little overalls, too. And a little hat.
0: Just such a gem of a man.
1: And that painting is amazing. Is that what he's painting today?
0: I, it, I think it might be. I want to say that's how they do it in these... Um... Another really thing, too, is I, I think for these... Kind of like I was just saying like a cooking show. Like, like, you know, like a lot of cooking shows, they'll come in and like they'll do all the episodes in like three days or something. Mm-hmm. Just like knock them all out. I think that's what he would do with these. He would come in for like a weekend and just like do like 20 paintings. and They would just tape them, doing all of them. Like he would just marathon through it.
1: That just makes just, sense.
0: It's an animal.
1: All right. We got our colors.
0: Sap green. Let's go through our colors. Cad, cad yellow. Um, yellow ochre
1: sap green
0: Indian yellow bright red I just read bright red Shh. that's it uh oh, he's got out some more he just don't he didn't I don't know
1: I don't see any mountains in this one mm.
0: he's see. going
1: he's going heavy yellow to begin with.
0: Now, I will say we have lucked out. I, I spoke to you before we, we started the pod, like, because when you're watching these on Pluto, you know, you never, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But exactly. you, um, uh, what are the disappointing things? I don't want to be disrespectful to his, his guests, but mm-hmm. sometimes you put on an episode and he's got like a guest, like, um, he, he has his son on a lot. And I don't, I think the son is okay because the son kind of has his same sort of energy. Now, his son somehow has, like, a more ridiculous hairstyle than him. He has, like, the <laughs> most, like, he doesn't even have, like, an 80s mullet. He has, like, a straight-up, like, 1991, like, skunk mullet. And so it's funny because the uh, son the has this mullet. mullet. Yeah. Yeah, where it's, like, really.
1: Is it black and white?
0: No, it just okay. has, it's, like, flat like a skunk's tail. Oh, okay. Like, gotcha. like, a, you know, like, an 80s mullet will have, like, more volume to it. Right, kind of right. teased out. The skunk mm. mullet is like very flat.
1: Mm. It's
0: almost like a bowl cut mullet. Okay. <laughs> that's what his son <laughs> Steve has. But anyway, if you get an episode where you get a guest, it can be a little disappointing because, you know, Bob is the main event. You know, you're putting on the joy of painting to see Bob Ross. And the other people are obviously like super talented painters. And they do usually the sim- like a similar technique to him. And I think it's people that he like trained a lot of them to like mm-hmm. teach the technique or whatever. But like I said, it it kind of shows you what the show could have been without his personality because it's it's like okay, but it's just like they don't have his charisma, and so it's kind of you're just like,
1: eh.
0: It's, it doesn't have the same. It's like
1: watered down. It waters down the the appeal. Yeah, because
0: you don't you don't get Bob. Like you're coming for. I mean, I'm coming for the painting, but right, yeah. I'm really coming. To listen to Bob and watch Bob so That's he's good at edging.
1: done some beautiful um, blending and rainbow it looks watercolory almost
0: Now we'll say and I think this is like artsy people maybe I think are not a big fan of him because they kind of see it that what he does is not like quote unquote like real art because there's no like, I Pain don't know. involved. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no like meaning. meaning no it. Yeah. yeah. There's no, he's not like, you know, writing, like making paintings about right. injustice. Like you right. said, pain right. and suffering and that sort uh, of thing. He's,
1: it's not real art then. Um, obviously. I mean, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, LA, but.
0: I just think there's, I mean, there's a place for both things, obviously. Yeah, like, I would
1: agree with that.
0: And it is a weird thing because it's it's the same thing, like, I was saying cooking. It's sort of, it's art, but it's also kind of like a hobby. And maybe, like, I think his whole view of it is that, you know, you do it to, it's just like you're making something and it's relaxing. And it's, mm-hmm. like, to him, I think painting is more like meditative and right. that sort of and I guess, like, it's, express, I, I guess the meaning of his would be like expressing his love for nature, kind of. Yeah, I guess,
1: yeah. if we want to, he, he doesn't have, he doesn't feel the need to, to pour his pain out into this campus. He wants, he wants to escape it from, you know, and yeah. make something beautiful. Yeah. Which I guess he, he does very well.
0: Yeah. I guess he's like, yeah, imagine, too, like the military and the time he was in was probably pretty. I mean, not sure, yeah. the military is always pretty rough, but I'm sure yeah. for him, like he's probably in the military, like in the 60s. Which, mm-hmm. if uh, you know, movies have taught me anything, <laughs> is that, um...
1: everybody was on heroin. <laughs> uh, yeah, imagine all uh, 60s Bob in the military,
0: chewing ass. Like, and...
1: In Nams,
0: <laughs> like that's what his paintings are instead. Yeah. He's just like oh, this reminds me of uh, what if
1: you did NAM paintings, Bob like, Ross style?
0: Oh, this this tree reminds me of uh, when I was in the Foxhole.
1: <laughs> Holy shit! I would love to see those paintings also.
0: I just want random episodes, just him like <laughs> doing some like just drawing dead
1: bodies and like the like, jungle I- shit. <laughs> He's like,
0: he's all angry, like throwing the paint on there. God damn it. (laughs) Screaming at it. He's
1: crying. It's
0: a lost episode. He's
1: like, there's Charlie all around. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I would would watch that shit too. (laughs)
0: Instead of the joy of painting, it's like the pain. The... (laughs) The pain of painting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a little a little phthalo blue. That might be my favorite color because he the he's like just, phthalo blue. He also does the the white thing. White. He's a bigger white liquid white. He's a very he days, uh, mm-hmm.
1: he is making some gorgeous clouds.
0: Cock candy. Like, yeah, like the sun setting, like in, we're getting to like dusk, putting some little floaters in there right now, some little floaters, I've also heard him say duders a lot, <laughs> put some little dooders in there, he says that a lot, put some little duders. he's like, I don't know what to call them, so I just come up with a name, call them dooders. clouds, we're, yeah, we've, um, so you, you're going to get clouds, trees, and mountains, and we've, mm-hmm. these two episodes look like we're going heavy on the trees and the clouds.
1: Yeah, not getting any mountains, I don't think.
0: We did, not, we did not land on mountains, but two out of three is not but, bad. I don't know.
1: He took us to the Shire earlier, not that was unexpected. That was, yeah, so that was we'll see. Cool. We might get like a big mountain range here, which I can kind of see a little bit. I can kind of see a mountain going in there.
0: Oh, you know it's like a funny thing. He you always, know, like I said, he has kind of these weird jokes he does. He always says when he's um, so he, he um, when he has to do the paint thinner, and he hits mm-hmm. it on the post or whatever. So he always says, "Beat the devil out of it." Beat the devil yeah. out of it. But then he also he always says he's like, "This is how you get your aggressions out." Like he says that almost every time. He's like, "It's better than." Well, he say he always says like, "It's better than uh, arguing with your spouse." Yeah. <laughs> it's Better than screaming at the kids or whatever. <laughs> like,
1: like, it's I don't crazy. think
0: so, Bob. <laughs> like, why can't I have both, Bob? I Wanna beat the devil out of this brush and then he loves sorry, those, I'd have Jay. to beat
1: it for a lot longer than that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he also oh. always says when he, he beats the paint then he's like, you gotta watch when you do this. Don't do this in the living room or uh you know your family will be mad at you. You'll be, you'll be sleeping in the yard.
1: If somebody said that to me in person, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But when he says it, it's very true.
0: <laughs> j- <laughs> I also like uh, that he films in this like completely black abyss.
1: Yes, I love it. It, like, it. I think it helps the paintings a lot, too, to have that very inky black <laughs> background.
0: Yeah, it's like he's just in a giant black abyss, which is very like PBS, like yes. 80s PBS. Do you remember seeing this like when you were a kid or something like on TV?
1: You know I don't. I it's like one of those things that I just sort of always knew who he was, mm-hmm. you know? I, I don't I don't have a specific memory of like finding out about him. It just Right. You just kind of know. I don't I, I got nothing on that.
0: Yeah, like same thing. Like I I remember seeing it and it was more just like a joke. Like when I was a kid, or some people see like, look at this crazy guy. Like, like people like, oh look, the Afro artist or whatever. It wasn't until I got older that I really like. And I guess because it was just, you know, at that time you just kind of catch it randomly. You didn't have context for like who he was or, Uh you know, it was just kind of flipping channels. And it was like on PBS, so you know, PBS. You'd be like, well, I'm sure this is some boring bullshit. Like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Yeah, it wasn't until I got older, and it was, like, online. And I feel like the internet, like, so many things, and, like, him being on Pluto and just the way, like, media is now has really, like, done him a lot of favors. Like, I feel like it's made him much more popular and known than he ever probably would have been. Like, who would have thought he would be as popular and, like, iconic as he is now? He's been dead for, like, 30 years.
1: I know, right? And yeah, you can like go on Twitter young. and like look up Bob Ross and like people are tweeting about him right now,
0: you know? It's like, yeah, and it's like of parodies, amazing. And, yeah, like this parodies is everything. Like, he's super famous mm-hmm. for like, if you think in the grand scheme, he's just like had a show on PBS, basically. It's not like he was, you know, some <laughs> huge celebrity or something. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things, like with the internet and how things are now, it's like. These, like, kind of, I guess what could have been, like, obscure things can just get blown into, like, you know, memes and everything else. And now he's, like, this huge icon, has his own channel on Pluto.
1: Is it very hipster of us to like Bob Ross? Do you think we're we're very Uh, ass-eating millennials for liking Bob Ross?
0: Maybe. I think it could be to an extent. But... I think it is probably a millennial thing. I won't lie about that. Because I think it's like the same thing, like it's like you saw it on TV when you were a kid and you didn't know and now you're like older and like you have access to it where you can just like put it on YouTube or put it wherever. And um and I don't know, I think the more like I said, I feel like it's like like the ASMR thing, which is like this huge thing on the internet now, and I feel like a lot of people who probably do that, it could have been like Bob Ross's how they like figured out you know like their first experience with that because he like basically does what that is now like unintentionally I guess like right. he just kind of <laughs> was that like with his soft voice and his like noises of you know hitting a paintbrush on a board or
1: <laughs> beating the devil out of it
0: yeah beating the devil out of it feeding
1: so squirrels and whatnot
0: it could be we, we we might have to do like a um we have to do some uh research and see. Um, because I we obviously know some people that we know that are into it, but I don't know. It could be a millennial thing. It's a good question.
1: I think it is because we just want to feel soothed and comforted yeah. in some obscure way that doesn't take a lot of um effort on our part. <laughs>
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, like relax for sure. Yeah, you know, no doubt. Yeah. Something to pair with our You know, marijuana and assy. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Oh, no. What's he doing with this white paint now?
0: He's been spending a lot of time on these clouds. I mean, this is very cloud-heavy. Very
1: elaborate clouds.
0: A lot of color. Now he's
1: transitioning into something else. I think it's going to be a mountain. Mm. Because I see the red. The red looks like a mountain shape.
0: If he busts out of the mountain, I might like, start running around like that guy <laughs> in the GIF of the or whatever. <laughs> so the guy's like running around with this. Yes. If he busts out the mountain. Like we've been waiting for it this whole episode, this whole show. We're
1: edges of This mountain. All right, here we go. Uh, he
0: starts talking to us through the screen. He's like, I know you've been wanting some mountains.
1: <laughs> Y'all want me to put a fucking mountain right here, baby? Oh, it's a cloud. God damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, the cloud, Bob.
1: I mean, it's beautiful,
0: like that would totally be like um, if he was like if it was he was around now, he would do like live shows and be people like on you'd do like YouTube live or whatever yeah, right. if he was like, like do a mountain, live. do a mountain. He's <laughs> like I see some people in the chat want a mountain <laughs> Bob Ross Patreon
1: <laughs> would <We'll> join. <laughs>
0: He would really be rich. Right yep. Yep. Or who knows? There might be so many people doing it for free, you know. That's true. Surprised nobody I mean maybe they are and I haven't done enough research, but I wonder if anybody's like tried to do this, like be a... oh look Come with a squirrel.
1: Oh squirrels.
0: Some with a squirrel.
1: Oh my god, that squirrel's so fucking fat!
0: It's as big as a small kitty cat. Holy he says.
1: shit! It's
0: a very docile, very quiet little squirrel. Oh, he's eating a nut. Oh, <gasps> man.
1: Oh my god.
0: I know, but good.
1: Oh my god, he is so fat.
0: He just has like trained squirrels, like tame just squirrels. Just sitting on
1: his lap eating a fucking nut.
0: Like, can you just imagine him in the woods and he's got like the the woodland critters like all over his shoulders, like (laughs) walking around.
1: He just whistles and they come to him.
0: He talks about, he's like, um, he's like, if you really want to be able to paint like this, you got to go out in nature. You got to go out, just look at a tree. Just look at it. He's like, I've had many people tell me that they never really, they've seen trees, but they never looked at them until they started painting.
1: How do you feel about squirrels? Because um, some people think they're tree rats.
0: Squirrels are okay in my book. I mean, I think they're kind of cute. I kind of grew up with them everywhere. So I was kind of used to them, I guess. i I, I, I never seen them as tree rats. Like, I don't... (laughs) Never been like... Ew, fucking squirrels.
1: (laughs) I always get kind of a kick out of them. Oh. Yeah, because the cats are fun to, like, sit at the window and watch them watch a squirrel, you know?
0: I definitely had cats growing up that would, like, outside cats, that would um, definitely catch the squirrels and kill them. And Murder play. them. You know? Yeah, and, like, bring them to the doorstep and that kind of thing. Well,
1: that's very sad.
0: Yeah. Cats are brutal, though.
1: I had one squirrel this morning when I was driving um, Ethan to school where somebody was coming from the opposite direction and he was in the middle of the street and he was like, holy shit, which way do I go? And then he tried to go one way and then he Uh, changed his mind and he went the other way and then he went the other way and then I was like, squirrel, make up
0: your mind. I know, man, like those dumbass squirrels that happens to me all the time. Like, I feel like I've almost like died trying to not hit a squirrel (laughs) in the road before. Because do uh, exactly like you just said. It's like, look, just get out the road. Tom like can't Just on. pick
1: a direction. We're we're gonna stop for you. But bless his little heart.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay I, I... He's got
1: the knife. He's got the oh. knife. Shit.
0: <gasps> oh.
1: Mountains.
0: My. We have... Yes. <laughs> we
1: called have... it. Called it.
0: We have. We've I gotten it all. We. We. I think we should go gambling because we mm-hmm. are lucky. We got mountains, clouds, trees, and the squirrel.
1: That is pretty successful
0: on this podcast. Yeah. So I think that's. I mean, what more could you want? Oh, a lizard crimson. I like when he does that one too. Oh yeah, me too. Lizard and crimson. You put a little. Bit. Look when he mixes the colors. This is like some. So, this is some like warlock shit. He's like, oh yeah, all these random colors, and like he just doesn't and even look just like he's the thinking.
1: knife, and just like scrapes it together.
0: Yeah, and he's gonna do this. And you're like, and okay. Then
1: he just goes, um, here's the mountain.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be like. <sighs> My favorite is when he does the snow, and he always says, um, "Yes." If you if you can't get it to break up, you're putting too much pressure.
1: He's gonna put snow on these.
0: If we could only be so lucky.
1: We will be. He needs contrast. He needs some white in that painting.
0: Oh. Look, you got it. You you need to get the canvas out. (laughs) You need to get all this. You need to get the kit. I
1: always overwork it. That's my problem. I would always keep adding stuff. It was, like, unnecessary to where I felt like it crowded it. I would never know when to stop.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Bob would probably tell you that's okay. He would yeah. say, It's your world. You wouldn't put a yes. bunch of bullshit in there and go ahead. <laughs>
1: it's your world. That's what he says.
0: Make whatever decisions you want.
1: I love the way he sweeps those mountains down. That's amazing.
0: It's coming together. It's coming together. It's like a um, storm. I don't know if it's just like the sun's coming up or it's about to Right, snow, right. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Snow. The white, yes. The white (laughs) the (laughs) white I'm about to snow cap my mountains over here.
1: Why why is that so awesome?
0: It's the way it breaks up. Yeah. It's what always amazes me. And he he talks about it. I feel like the people who are trying to like follow him, like that's the holy grail. It is if you if you can get if you can do the mountains and make the snow break like he does, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like you have mastered the Bob Ross technique. Like that's the final challenge. Cause he always says it because he's like people ride into me all the time. Uh, Bob, I can't get the mountain I can't get the snow to break on the mountains. <laughs> you can't get the snow you know, like, It's like the one thing that like I've been following you for oh, <sighs> I
1: don't know. This is so awesome.
0: He's just, so encouraging to the people. Yeah, he is.
1: Like, I could just see him just, like, loving anything that you would make, you know? Like, it would be, like, real shitty, but he would be so sweet about it.
0: And I could, like, like, I always think when I'm watching, like, how wholesome, like, in, like, 1985, like, somebody's, like, 45-year-old aunt is doing this. And, like, she's like, wow, that was great. And she goes sit down and she, like, writes him a letter and sends it to him. <laughs> Like, in the regular ass mail. And then he gets the postcard and, like, reads it. <laughs> the regular it. ass mail.
1: Like, actually, like, look at sat him, down. Is he making a frozen lake right now?
0: I think he's making, yeah. That's definitely some water. Look at the way he makes it look like it's light coming off of it. <laughs> the shit is, like, photorealistic. Oh and he didn't do anything but drag some white paint with the edge of the knife. <laughs> the the just said, he just said, I like trees. Let's make a tree.
1: (laughs) You know his ass is going to make a tree.
0: He he looks pretty happy with himself.
1: Leave it alone right there. I like how misty it looks. I like this look. Without the trees. Okay, let's see what he does to fuck me up with these trees.
0: Mm You're going to question him, but just like with the other one, when he put those trees in at the end.
1: Yeah, I did question him.
0: I'm up. even more
1: oh. doubtful about this.
0: Oh, well, I like when he says this too. He always says, uh, you gotta load that brush up. Load it up. Lots of paint. Lots of paint in the brush.
1: Oh, what you doing? Just a giant black mark across this beautiful fucking mm-hmm. canvas. It's okay.
0: it's okay. Now this looks like some Alaska shit right here. Oh my God. This is straight out of Alaska. I've seen him use a paper towel in here before. And like he really was like giddy about it. Like he thought it was, like, the silliest thing he had ever done. He's like, they should call it the joy of paper towel painting. <laughs> like, you're crazy, Bob. You gotta control.
1: Paper towel painting. <laughs> that sounds like something in one of Calvin's stores. <laughs>
0: <laughs> paper towel painting. <laughs> Poor Calvin. See
1: these fucking trees. They look amazing. Damn
0: it. The way he like bunches them together with like just the exact right perspective, where the one in the front, this one. bigger,
1: yeah. It's
0: another one of his tenants. So he's like, you work your way up. That's like what he always says, is you have to work, which I guess is why he's finishing with the trees because they're Mm -hmm. the closest up. Mm -hmm. But like, that's one of his big things too. He's like, you always work towards the front. You do the back, the background, and work your way into the foreground.
1: And it, I mean, if you look at it, we started. At that center, with that beautiful sunset, and look how textured it looks.
0: I know it the, all looks so the detailed. The
1: dimensions of it. It's
0: the illusion, Jenny. It's
1: the illusion. The illusion. I'm really hoping that we're we're putting over the the beauty of the paintings in this podcast, uh, non visual medium.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Should describe it.
1: Yeah. But I feel like most people know sort of what a Bob Ross painting looks like. So, so
0: if not, know, they're missing there, out and context, they should watch it.
1: Yeah, definitely fucking watch it.
0: If you don't, you need to put on channel 518 on Pluto and just like watch it for about nine straight hours. Yes. So- at least
1: nine <laughs> hours to begin with. So he, one of my, I think probably my favorite painting that he does, I don't, and this is so random, but if you see it, you'll know. But it's when he starts with the black canvas. Mm-hmm. So he paints the whole thing black. Uh, black then, gesso,
0: probably. probably yes. black gesso.
1: And then he did this, like, it was sort of like a big tree in a forest. I know, shocking, right? But it was like a dead tree, sort of. And it had, like, this moonlit glow to it. It was like a nighttime painting. And it was really amazing. The way that he, I love the black canvas. I think that's so fun and interesting. Um, And then he just made this like unearthly glow out of this dark, dark canvas. It was, it was beautiful.
0: We're talking about it earlier now. Like it's making me think of all the times like that I've had to try and do art stuff. Like, so this sounds like a humble brag. Maybe it is, but in, in school I was, um. So, I was in like GT or whatever. And What's so, just like gifted. And so, oh, but yes. the thing, the thing about gifted is like they just, especially like when you're in elementary school, by like the time you get to middle school, they just want you to like, they just treat almost like honors class. they just want you to like do work. And, but like when you're in elementary school, they're really like into being like, oh, you're gifted. So, they like want to make you do like art and all this stuff, okay. like, like to try and, I guess, like uh, nurture your like, like Your, your gifted, giftedness. Yeah, yes. your gifted mind. And so they would try and make me, like, we had to do, like, abstract art and all this stuff. And, like, I was so bad at all of it. I'm like, look. <laughs> like, I like to read, but I can't fucking draw, y'all. Like, <laughs> like this
1: Quit is putting not. putting all this pressure on me. I'm not yeah, gifted. Like,
0: yeah, if I'm gifted, this is not the way I'm gifted. Like, we don't right. need to sit here and, like. Because that's what they would do. And so, like, all these, like, they'll be like, oh, now we're going to do this type of painting. And it's like, can we not do the painting stuff? Like can we not do the drawing? Like I suck acid. That's just really not my thing. Like,
1: <laughs> I was in the, I guess you would say gifted stuff too, mm-hmm. um, in elementary and middle school, but it was more geared towards like, like, um, math and science mm-hmm. type stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Usually once you hit the yeah, the
0: older grades, but it's like, I guess it's just something when it's, when you're young it's like they want to try and do that And then by like yeah by the time you turn Like 10 they're like ah well fuck all that art stuff Like <laughs> we just want you to like
1: Learn how to do math Don't worry
0: Yeah about it. do math and read We tried that and you know
1: So he has He has put a lot of green In the painting now
0: Yeah this yeah. reminds me of Alaska And we should say uh, he always ends with the, God bless my friend <laughs> Muncie Indiana
1: all right well that was another gorgeous canvas from Bob Ross
0: mm, I feel very relaxed I, I, feel I know really, right're very Zen right now
1: quite Zen uh is there anything that you want to plug before we sign off
0: um yeah so we do uh ptb Nxt over on the uh, place to be nation wrestling feed mostly just a wrestling podcast um on the update <laughs> <Mostly>. uh, <North, laughs> Yeah, on the North-South Connection, I'm going to talk about Bob Ross, mm-hmm. um, my other passion. Uh, on the North-South feed, I do the Ruth's the Aggressive podcast, where I go through, uh, right now, 2002 WWE. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Just a lot of wrestling podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at uh, jumbalaya underscore Jake.
1: All right. So why do they call you Jambalaya Jake? Did we talk about that last time?
0: I don't know. But um. so the story is, well, obviously, I am um, I like I enjoy cooking jambalaya. It's one of my favorite things to cook because I like to cook. I think we did talk about jambalaya in the test kitchen one. But well, um, might have. The, the story is, is that so our we kind of have our group of friends and we kind of did a meetup thing. And so it was kind of my first time meeting everybody. And so it's just kind of like like to me, it didn't even seem like a funny thing to do. I was just like, oh, I'll bring some food. And so, like, I made jambalaya, and I brought a big pan of jambalaya. And everyone was like, you just brought jambalaya? And so, obviously, my name is, is Jake. So, I was then dubbed Jambalaya Jake. It's that simple, and there you go. But I do love jambalaya, and I love cooking
1: it. It is very good. I had some of that jambalaya. And mm. It was amazing. Uh, no tomatoes ever.
0: No, nah, no tomatoes. Not if you're real Cajun.
1: Not if you're real Cajun. Which we all are, of course. And Bob Ross is, too, on a rare occasion, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) Oh, Let's see Bob Ross paint a swamp. I have to go see if he's painting a swamp. Oh,
1: that would be a good one. All right, so for me, um, I have some new episodes right here on the feed. There should be um, a new Talkin' Pop, if you can believe that. Uh, Tim and I have made our return. to that show finally after fucking six months at least of uh not recording so we get into that a little bit and we talk about a couple of different things uh so listen to that and hopefully you should be able to hear a new geek and sassy coming up soon with uh read streams and downloads of course my wrestling content is on the north south connection and the place nation feeds uh, you can find those there and i will link everything on my twitter at jenny position and on my facebook page as well thanks again Jumbalaya jake
0: anytime i will come on anytime i love pluto i could do a million podcasts on pluto happy painting and god bless my friend